Hi Martinelli. Hello Adam. So uh, I'm very happy to have you here. Um uh, Ma Martinelli is a I'm dear also happy to be oh. here. <laughs> <laughs> Martinelli is a, a dear friend of mine. Uh he's a professor at PUC Rio here in Brazil. Uh he works with uh combinatorial optimization, uh with integer programming, math heuristics, math heuristics like the hybrid algorithms. Um, he also has a vast experience on vehicle routing problems. Uh, he's known to, to have worked a lot on the arc routing problem. Uh, recently, he's working with other problems such as uh, uh, problems in the maritime logistics and so on. And uh, yeah, thanks once again to be here. So how are you? I'm, uh, I'm fine. Given the situation, I'm quite fine. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope you're safe there. Uh, things are not looking good here in Brazil all during the pandemic. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, uh, we are here to talk about a lot of things. Um, so I would like to know how how everything started for you. So when did you like uh, had the first clue that you'll be working with optimization and you know problems uh, problem solving and this type of uh, application? So please let me know how everything started. Wow, well, I, I thought I was going to start uh, telling when I was born. <laughs> things like that actually probably probably the, the the people that are watching this video they don't know you said that we are good friends but usually when we talk we talk like very informal stuff like that right yeah so, sure. uh well i've always liked math since i was young since i was really young like uh, in preschool preschool i don't know how to say elementary school i think english and the, uh, sorry, elementary school or junior high? Elementary or... school, junior high, yeah. And and then I I got my uh, my first contact with computers. I was like ten years old in school. It was like two eight six, three eight six, like very old computers. And uh, and my school uh, it had like some kind of program for academic. Uh, for students to, to to have the first contact with academic software and stuff like that, I used to to play with uh, Logo, right? It's like a very old uh, software in DOS, still in DOS. And then <clears throat> when I get to high school, I was like about 14 years old. My family bought our first computer. It was a 486. And then I started to play <laughs> even more. Like uh, we, we can we can <laughs> wait for your telephone to. Yeah, to I have to. Talk. I was not expecting that, but go ahead, please. <laughs> oh, it's not a problem. So, and then and then I got my first computer. I was like 14 years old. I was, but actually I was doing uh, technical high school in mechanics, and uh, I liked it a lot. But during the, the the four years of the technical high school, I realized that I was going to to study computer science. And then after the, the, the four years, the, the, the high school it was four years, different from, in, uh, from regular high school in Brazil, that is just three years. And uh, I learned a lot of uh, stuff of mechanics. It, it was nice, I liked it, but I realized that it was better to, to I was better with computers. So I, I, I did the, the exam for the State uh, University of Rio de Janeiro, UESH, the University of Rio de Janeiro, 
And I started to study computer science. That's it. And, uh, and well, what, what else you want to, to know? To oh, sure. Uh, I said, Wedge is very... Otherwise, otherwise, it's like a monologue. Oh, I sure. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Wedge is uh, next to Maracanã, as far as I'm, I'm concerned, right? Yeah, the, it's the, just across the street. Yeah, very famous. Just, yeah, just across the street, you are in Maracanã. And it's funny because we I used to study during the nights, mostly during the night. And uh, Wednesday was big games day. So usually Wednesday, it was crazy. Sometimes it was very hard to go home or to even to arrive at the university. And even worse, because some days uh, people use the the parking lot of the university to park cars and go to the oh. to the matches <laughs> it was it was like it was a bit crazy but it was nice i really like where where was like very important in my life because uh when i when i started the, the college uh, in computer science i started to study a lot of programming and uh, i discovered during uh, the first i think already in the first semester i discovered that, uh, that there was some uh, there were some competitions of programming competitions and I read in the second semester I did one I, I participated in one that was the Brazilian Olympiades in informatics I don't know how to say mm -hmm. in, in English it's like a part of uh, IOI that's International Olympiades in Informatics mm -hmm. and I was it was like I, I knew very few but there, this kind of competition it was not for people uh in the in the university but for people in the high school in the beginning of the university and i did quite well i get a silver medal i was not a second place they have mm -hmm. like uh, ranges for yeah, medals yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah mm -hmm. they have ranges for a medal but i get i got silver medal i have it uh, uh till today it's like here in my, <laughs> in my bedroom so it was 2001 and then after that, I started to study for uh, the International Collegiate Programming Contest. And I participated in the ICPC for four years, I think, or four years. My whole, my whole time, the whole time during the university, I was involved in this, in this kind of thing. So I studied a lot of algorithms, a lot of uh, dynamic programming graphs and... Uh, uh greedy algorithms and stuff like that you know so and and to participate in this kind of competition you had to know by heart the the algorithms so until today i can write like uh max flow algorithms without seeing anything from Just scratch and write from yeah. scratch yeah. well that's 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 awesome because a lot of training but you didn't have like did you have any contacts with like linear programming and uh stuff like that well uh, it, it, and it was funny because uh, it ju just before answering that, it was funny because during the universe, during the, my college time, I had never thought of being a uh, teacher or professor or giving classes. I when when I got to to the universe, I thought, okay, I'm going to graduate and then I'm going to work in a in a company, on developing and something like that. And uh, especially because my mother was a teacher. My mother, she. She was a Portuguese literature teacher, and uh, she had like uh, four jobs to wow. to to earn enough money. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I was my whole life 
watching her doing that some some years she she worked she was working like uh from 7 a.m to 10 p.m and it was crazy, crazy. i saw my mother in, in the morning the oh. night that's it and uh and this this is the kind of, uh, well i i think everybody knows that teachers in brazil they are not uh very paid <laughs> right and i think and i think in several places in the world it's like this so i never thought about this right and then i, I was thinking uh, of uh, studying a lot of algorithms and then go to go to to the to to the industry but answering your question i had i had two uh, courses during the university and uh, during, during my, co my my college my computer science college it was still the old uh, how can i say the old uh, structure ah, okay. of the course. That, uh, the curriculum. Was you mean the curriculum? curriculum. The, the oh, old okay. curriculum. Yeah, exactly this. And the old curriculum, curriculum, it was like a lot of math and computer science. It was like half of it was math. I I had like uh, five different courses on li linear algebra. I oh. had like three courses of algebra, four calculus. And uh, uh, analytics, geometry, and several stuff, and I, I thought it was great because I I I, I loved it. <laughs> and I had one course of uh, linear programming. It was quite simple. Thinking nowadays, it was quite simple. It was interesting because the uh, it, my first grade it was terrible. <laughs> I got like four out of ten. It was funny because nowadays I teach it. Yeah, no, right? yeah, yeah. I, 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 and I like I like to, to tell my my students this because uh, my first grade in linear programming it was four out of ten. It was because I didn't study anything. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I knew. I thought I knew it. But w when you get to the to the test, you you realize that uh, you have to study a little bit more to to solve a simplex. And then I, I, I only got right the graphical question. Like you have to yeah. do the graph and yeah. say, okay, this is the optimal. And then I, I, I got this, this great grade. After that, I started to study a lot and I got 10 on uh, every other uh, test exams that, uh, that, that, that I had. And uh, in this course, I had linear programming. As far as I remember, I had some kind of uh, transportation. Some, I think, I think I had transportation problem, and I think I have a how can I say designation assignment. Ah, assignment problem. Yeah, and it's assignment in English, right? Yeah, because, because in Portuguese I, I there are three names for that problem. Like yeah, allocação, I, I learn. Yeah, I learn as designation. Uh, no, designation. Yeah. Yes, there are three names yeah, for that. I uh, love uh, like this. Every every guy uses a different one, like uh, allocação, designação, atribuição. They are all assignments. So yeah, yeah it's e assignment. E even every book in uh, even in, uh, written in Portuguese, sometimes you get like uh, one of these options. Yeah. And and then after this course, I had a course on operations research. Th this is of course is uh, a, a part of uh, algorithms and uh, and the other stuff, you know. And then I have this course of operation research, and nowadays I know that it was not operation research. You know, I had like, okay, it was operation research. I have only graphs, ah, right? Okay, but yeah. graph <laughs> algorithms. But mm -hmm. the, the point is, we you, we had this kind of uh, of of uh, background. Uh, uh, 
background from other course. We had, we had a course on algorithms that we learned uh, graph algorithms. Mm -hmm. But the point is, we were supposed to to learn uh, graph problems, but using linear programming, integral programming, mm -hmm. like uh, mm -hmm. like to learn that you can uh, model a max flow using uh, integral programming, and uh, it has the property of a uh, uh, the solution is going. To, the solution is simplex is going to be integer, uh, integer yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, you know. But uh, we were like far away from that. You mm. know, we learned like uh, shortest path, uh, searches, and uh, flow. I think we we don't even learn uh, mean cost flow. Ah, okay. And and it was way. It was very easy to me because I I had already studied this in the other course, and I had to know this for the competitions. So this kind of courses, they were like, uh, okay, I know that. I, I've already studied that. And it was nice because uh, this, uh, we learned for the competition uh, because of we had a coach. Mm -hmm. He is a professor in, in the State University, Paul Stach Duarte. And he was also, he, he, uh, he was our coach. And he, he was also my uh, final project advisor, and uh, it was very nice. He he did a lot for us, you know. Uh, when when we went, usually usually these competitions they were in São Paulo. That's another state for people that don't know. It's like 450 kilometers from here. It takes like uh, six hours to get by 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 bus, you know. And it was funny because it was a bunch of kids, kids, okay, 20 years old, but kids. Okay, and uh, and each uh, team, there were teams w uh, is composed by three three students, and we, we usually we send like two teams, like six students, and the university had to pay for us to to buy the bus tickets, the hotel stuff like that, but usually the the university take uh, it takes a lot of time to 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 give you the money. I don't know how is it in. In the Federal University of Paraíba, mm -hmm. but it, it's like that. You ask for the money, and they they give you the money like one month, two months after. Yeah, there's some bureaucracy involved. It usually yeah. takes time. Yeah, and it was like that. So the, this professor, he he used to pay for us from for his pocket, everything. from his pocket. Ah, uh, yeah, and yes. and then he asked for for the money Refunding to later. arrive like yeah. Yeah. months later. And it was amazing. He he's an amazing guy. Mm -hmm. He he's an amazing guy. And then uh, one, one thing that's interesting, the, the last year that I was in, in, the, in college, I participated and, and they, they decided to do the competition in two phases. So the first phase, it was going to happen in Rio. Mm. And this, this phase, it happened in Pukihio, in the, mm. in the university that, that, that I work today. And it was very, uh, not a coincidence, right? But did. That was the day that I met my advisor, my master and my PhD advisor. He was the director of the site that, uh, in, of the competition in Pukihio. And I, I, I also have pictures with him in this day. Too. It's very nice because I, I have pictures with him the day I met him. It's, That's it's, awesome. Yeah, it's I want nice. to see that later. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see? Uh, he has hair. I have more hair. I have hair, hair like almost here. And my hair was like here Yeah. also. I know yeah, that. I, I, have, I remember yeah. that from um, almost the like big uh, hair. ten years ago. I yeah. saw you for, when I saw you for the first time. You had long hair. 
This competition was in 2004. Mm-hmm. It was October, October 2004. And it was very nice because I met him there. And I, and I, and I think it was when I started to think of going to PUC. Because before that, I was thinking of going to the Federal University of Rio because they, they have a very good graduate course too in computer science. But after a while, a while uh, I decided to go to PUC. I applied to both, I got accepted on both, and then I, I went to PUC. Nice. So, like you, you Let's had a, you you had a, like a strong uh, background in math during your undergrad period. That's that's very nice, um, and also had this very nice experience on like competitions and like you you, you got to to really learn the, the optimization algorithms and also other other types of algorithms as well. Sure, but uh, that is that is all that is already pretty good. Like a pretty good background to start a, a graduate course. And uh, uh, just for a cur- uh, out of curiosity, it, when did you start? Like, uh, a- 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 you went like, you be you became like a operation research aficionado, let's say, right? You you I know you you love what you what you do. Uh, right? Actually, actually, I was not into operation research uh, before going to PUC. You know, oh. Dur- during the during the competitions, we we had to study a lot of algorithms, as you said. And one thing that I liked a lot to do it was uh, uh, integer theory. I, I don't know how to say. I don't remember mm-hmm. how to say integer uh, numbers theory. Ah, okay, algorithm. number theory. Yeah, okay. I used to love them. Like I have two books on on them. I studied like the primality test in polynomial time. I the, I studied several factorization algorithms and stuff like that, but uh, when I get to PUC, Mark, well, I I started to talk to Marcos Poj, mm-hmm. right? My sure, my future advisor by that time, and he he was working with routine problems. It ah, was like okay. Completely different routine problems, you know, and then I realized, okay, I can keep working i can start actually because after, uh, before that i was just uh, playing with competitions mm-hmm. but I, I thought okay i can start working with uh integer theory integer numbers theory mm-hmm. uh, or i can start working with uh, with routine problems that's more operational research and then i th- i thought okay which one seems to be to to have a a better future. Ah, okay. <laughs> and then I realized, okay, <laughs> and, and there was Marcos also. There was Marcos Poggi. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, so let's work with uh, with routing. Mm. And then I started to work with CARP. Ah, okay. Like the, the, the routing problem. Dark routing, dark routing problem. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but uh, I was going to ask you about your heavy metal passion. Uh, I, w- I was wondering that if that started when you joined WEG or when you're like in still in school. Because no, yeah, because no, I know you 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 kind of try to to uh, schedule your conferences based on the heavy metal festivals, no. right? Actually, actually, it's the other way around. <laughs> well, I I listened to heavy metal since I was like uh, 13 years old. Uh, it's it's been a while nowadays. I I don't have actually. Just if if you want to to sure. see, just let me show you something. I have here. Oh, just. Just on top of my head here, <laughs> it it stays here with me all the time. Well, 
okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So, uh, and I listened a, a lot of heavy metal during my my teens, and uh, I tried to have bands when when I before before the university. I tried I tried several bands uh, several bands, but when I got to the university, I I I thought myself like. Which one you are better doing, like playing music or uh, with computers? So I, I decided that I, I was better with computers, and then I quit playing or quit trying to have bands. You That's play it. like bass guitar or? Yeah, uh, it's a bass guitar. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I noticed that. Yeah, uh, but like, do you think that how that's of like, do you when you code when like when you're studying like you that that inspires you that gives you some boost in some encouragement or you you like when you study or when you're doing that you just don't prefer listening to music uh, actually actually i have this especially now that i think it was all my life i when i'm working not only coding but music helps me to focus yeah same you know? same here yeah yeah so, that's why I asked you. and it's funny because i i listen to music very loud because uh well <laughs> That's why it should be, uh -huh. and uh, yeah, and uh, and it's funny because I can put like uh, the the most extreme heavy metal, like death metal or whatever, very loud. And after I think after like uh, five minutes or less, I focus and I I, I stop listening to the music. If you if you ask me like uh, one hour later, uh, what did you listen? And uh, and uh, I would say to you, I have no idea, because I just turn off. I think it's because the music helps you to uh, to keep your attention on what you are doing, and nothing distracts you. Yeah. And especially when I used to work in in, in lab labs, or when I I, I worked on the, on the industry for two years in an open uh, room mm -hmm. with a lot of noise, and it was. The way that I used to work, I put the the, the, the headset, lot music, and I just focus on what I'm doing, and nothing distracts me. It's uh, it's it's very good. Yeah. But yeah. I asked you that because uh, I I can relate quite a lot because during that period, exactly during the undergrad, I I you know like when things become became more tough, like when compared to to regular high school. So there is a lot of, you know, when you go from school to university, uh, you, you get more challenging uh, subjects and so on. And I, I noticed that I had to focus more to get better grades and uh, like music uh, in, in the beginning, I, I could not like uh, read and listen to music at the same time. Or, but after a while, I, I, ju it just, uh, I just got very used to that. And ultimately, it made me who I am in the sense that I'm very addicted. And I, it's like a drug. I need that when I'm, I have to even to write papers or even to code or whatever. I, I basically can. And, and, and it's, it's funny is that after a while, like when you start listening to the songs, you know, especially, you just forget that it's there. But somehow yeah. it makes you feel very uh, focused. And yeah, I, I, I even have a, 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 a different headset for, for music. That's wireless, so I can go anywhere. Ah, yeah. This one I use to to classes and to what we are doing. 
Mm-hmm. But this one is uh, I use to to listen to music. So I just change. Sometimes I put on the. I use this for for cycling too, you know. And I think I think the most hard thing to do is to read to get used to read with music. Yeah, I I, I, I a, think it, I can say that I, I mastered that after some yeah. couple of years. Yeah, in the beginning it was really hard, like to to try to memorize something while listening to music. That can be hard. I understand, but like. Uh, after a while, like reading theory, like like taking a, a interview programming book or or paper and reading through that, listening to music, uh, I just very, I got used to that after a while, and it it, it helped me, uh, like uh, maintaining focus and so on. So it's very nice to see that somebody else. Uh, that's why I had this curiosity because I know you're very much into like music and so on. Uh, it's very mm-hmm. it's very much part of your life. Uh, so yeah, I, I was wondering if you like during the undergrad it's you had the same very thing. Very part of my life i can i can i can list some some things nowadays even more <laughs> with some with the things that i i've already done uh, i started i started to go to concerts when i was like uh, for 14 15 i don't i don't quite remember i think it was 95 well i i i i, I can say my my age i almost i'm going to be 40 this year so mm. i think it, I, i think i had like uh, 15 something like that i went to monsters of rock <laughs> skid row motorheads motorheads and iron maiden it was crazy and since then i i went to several and several concerts all my life and one thing that you said is not exact because i don't schedule i don't schedule conference based on concerts i look for concerts based on conference ah. you know <laughs> It's it's the other it's way the around, opposite. but okay. it's it, it's usually it's hard, it's hard. Uh, but uh, I, I I managed to do that twice in my life. It was once I went to a conference in Miami, the Informs conference uh, optimization or something, and then I find I found a, a metal concert of two bands that I liked in Fort Lauderdale, and then. One night I, I got a car and, and went oh. there to, to watch the <laughs> to watch the concert. It was very nice. It was very very nice concert. And another one uh, when I went to optimization days in Montreal, you need the optimization. Uh, I found a concert. This, this one was great. It was a concert only with uh, uh, metal bands with uh, female vocals. It was very nice. It four bands, two of them I knew a lot, mm-hmm. and it was very nice, very nice. It was was Humans, Andrea, uh, Cobra and Lotus, and uh, I don't remember. Yeah, that it, it. this remember. Uh, I also uh, that rang me a bell of another story. Like uh, when you know Thibaut Vidal when he was when I met him for the first time in 2012 uh we, we invited him to come here to attend like the, the brazilian uh, or conference that happened at the same time as clio uh, the latin american uh or conference and uh he he just uh, he, he just called me or something and i said hey there is an a- show epica show here and i said what? yeah oh. what's what is that like it's uh, no it's a, it's a heavy metal band no i, I like very much so With the male vocal show exactly it's yeah like that's why that's why uh, I, yeah So I just Google it. I had my computer and said, okay, that's not really my cup of tea, but you know, he wants to go and I, I have to be a nice host. Like, so we were in Rio, 
Ah, uh, but it's quite it's quite it's quite light epic. It's yeah, I know, but it's yeah heavy metal. But it's quite quite okay. Yeah, I'm more into classic rock, hard rock, and so like that. No Napalm Death, no Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I went there with another friend of mine, Vinicius uh, Petrucci. He's also, he's in US right now. So we went there and they were singing and Thibaut was crazy. And uh, I was just, okay, yeah, nice. Uh, it was a nice experience. It was in Fundição Progresso, the, the concert. Uh, but yeah, it was funny. Like uh, <laughs> it, it, he also, uh, at, he found that concert when he was like in Rio. And then we finally went there. But now coming back to, to, to your masters, you so you started working with uh, art routing. Uh, was it your choice, yeah. uh, or was actually, it given to actually, you? Actually, uh, it was 2005, and Marcos proposed me uh, to not propose me in marriage, but proposed me to to start working with uh, with art routing. Uh, what uh, he actually he proposed to uh, me and another student that was Guilherme. And then we started to do this uh, dual accent heuristic. Mm. Keep, keep in mind that we're talking about 2005. Okay. Because, the, and then we started to work on the dual accent heuristic because it, uh, Marcus thought it was it was a good topic for us. And then we we did we did some advance. We got some we got some results. It was very nice. And by the end of the first year, the first year of the master. Marcos talked to me that uh, he thought it was better if Guilherme kept the, the topic. And then I, I started to work on another thing because we, we, we ha should have different topics for, for the, the master thesis. And I said, okay. And then I started to work in this, uh, in this uh, how can I say, railway problem, railway planning problem. Mm. That was uh, an application with the industry and stuff like that to do the planning for, for long-term planning for for this, and then I did the uh, I did mathematical models for for this problem and it was my master, okay. Mm -hmm. And okay, after that, uh, during the second year with this project, I start to work in the industry in this problem mm -hmm. in this very problem. In this railway problem it, for a big company in Brazil, I was not uh, working for the company. Actually, I was working for a company that was uh, selling the software to the big company in Brazil, mm -hmm. right? This mining, this big mining company. And then I, I, I uh, worked my second year of master. I finished my master. And the next year, I stay only uh, working in the company. I didn't, I didn't start my PhD. Besides that, I was already teaching in the State University. Oh, okay. was one, one important thing because mm. the State University, they have this uh, uh, temporary uh, lecturers. Mm -hmm. I was trying to find the, <laughs> the, the word in English. Temporary lecturers, and you could be like a temporary lecturer for almost uh, three years. Mm. And then I started in the second year of my master. And... I finished my master. The next year, <clears throat> I was just working in the company and <clears throat> giving classes in the State University of Rio. After that, I realized, okay, I'm going to do the PhD. I, I actually, by that time, I did the whole uh, master plan <laughs> of my life. So did you, life, you did your master plan when you're doing masters? After the master. After the master, okay. I, <laughs> yeah, I realized, I, I, I said to myself, okay, 
I want to, to do the PhD, okay? But I, I want to do the PhD to become a professor, right? Mm -hmm. I want to be a professor like the professors that I know. I think it's a nice career and I, I want this. I don't want to work in the industry. And notes that's quite different of what I was thinking when I was in, in, in the university, right? Uh, and then I thought, okay, it's going to take like four years of PhD. And then after the PhD, I'm going to do some apply to some universities because here in Brazil, uh, you have to do some exams and it's very hard to, yeah. to get into, into the university. So, okay, so four years of PhD and then maybe like one, two years uh, until I get a position. Uh, or a professor position some university I said okay so let's do that and then I quit my job mm -hmm. <laughs> I quit my job and I went back to Puki and I went back to work with Marcus Poggi and imagine okay. which year was that and uh, I started my PhD in 2008 okay like, like uh, right I also started my, the same my year. master my master was five and six mm. seven I did I, I just worked mm -hmm. and eight I went to the. Uh, I started my PhD. Okay. And you? When, when did you start? Two thousand eight. We started. Yeah, we started this year. together. Yeah. yeah. In the same year. Mm -hmm. But you, you were in UF. Yes, Federal Uf. Fluminense. Yes, right in Niterói. UF. 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 So uh, imagine, imagine what what I started to work when I got to the PhD. Do you have a guess? You mean the topic? The the topic. Yes. Uh, I would again my my the obvious guess will be arc routing, but I, I yeah, yeah okay. carp, <laughs> carp. A actually, actually, I just get back in almost in the same point that I stopped work on carp like two years before, mm -hmm. because the other student he just quit the master. Oh, and then <laughs> yeah, he just quit the master. He did he didn't finish the master, and the the research he stopped by that time mm -hmm. and I just got it back two years later and I start again to work with with our routine problems and, uh, and that's it and, and it was the beginning of my PhD yeah um, so you did a lot of exact stuff right during the, the PhD uh, I know I, I know part of that work because I was yeah. uh, yeah, I was. The thing is, I, uh, the, the first years of PhD, I studied. I here in Brazil, we have a lot of courses. Yeah. So the first year of PhD is hard to do anything. You have to study. You have to take courses, and some places out of Brazil is not like this. And uh, I did very few things in the research in the first year, but in the second year, I started to do more more stuff, and. Uh, I finished the. Uh, I improved the dual ascent heuristic. I did the, the, the exact formulation for the capacity cut separation for the carp. Mm -hmm. I did some other stuff, and then you appeared in my life. Oh. <laughs> Anand, Anand appeared in my life. We were. We. Uh, I, I was. I was talking to Marcos, to Marcos Poggi, my advisor, uh, about uh, how how we should publish the, the the work that we were doing, and then Marcos told me, well. There is this guy from actually I, I I had 
I had met you before that. I think we saw each yeah, other, but yeah, we, we haven't spoken. We saw spoke... each other before that, yeah. yes. It, it was in the... Bento in the Gonçalves. Brazilian Symposium, yeah, Brazilian Symposium Operation Research. 2010. Bento Gonçalves. I was talking to Eduardo Show. Eduardo yeah. Show was your co-advisor. Yeah, my co-advisor, right? right, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to Marcos and Eduardo Show, and I remember it, I think Bento Gonçalves was 2010. 2010, no? yeah, right. 2010, 2010 no, for sure. Then, yeah, 2010. Then, then I was in the third year already. Yeah. So there, there, there is a gap. In, maybe I don't remember quite well the, the timing, mm -hmm. the real timing. But it, it was something like that. I was talking to Marcos and Eduardo, and Eduardo was saying, oh, there is this, this student that I'm co-advising in UFI. He's very, he's very good student. He codes a lot. He's very smart. He's blah, 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 blah. And... Uh, and Marcos was, oh, nice, nice. And, and then Duarte said, oh, he sat there. He's just sat there. We were in a, like in a restaurant, actually mm -hmm. in a bar. Mm -hmm. We were having a yeah, bar restaurant. Yeah, we I know. were having like a pizza, something, mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. And then I, I, I remember like you, you were sat in a like big table with a lot of people. And Anand was like the way, the way he is, like he was sat like this. <laughs> 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 like this but i'm sure yeah i know <laughs> and i remember your face i remember your face with your glasses there sat like looking to to the horizon and i thought well this this guy looks like crazy no so, come on looks like a crazy dude this this indian guy <laughs> and then and then after that they cut the scene we go back to book and I was talking to Marcos, and Marcos told me well, that there is this student of Eduardo. I, I didn't like uh, connect the dots that it was you. I think that and was in 2011 when he when he came to you. But after I I met him, I mean I knew him, but I met him only in 2011, Marcos. So I think that was the but first. I think, but I think we started to talk to each other before that. 2011, right? I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I think it was then. No, because I met no? Marcos in Spain, uh, and then he, he mentioned about you and your work. And then after that, I got your phone call. But in, in my defense, uh, when I met you in 2010, I, 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 I was talking to Eduardo Show, and he said, look, I have a meeting. I, I, I can't talk now. I have a meeting with Martinelli. And then, uh, then I saw him uh, going, like, passing by with you, going somewhere. And then I saw you with that long hair. And then I uh -huh. got, and I, I said, look, I, I got, I see, I see this guy like bad face, you know, bad boy with a with a huge bad hair. Boy. <laughs> yeah, and I said, I would insist that I'm a, I'm a bad boy, like I, I'm the crazy metalhead. Yeah. And I was pretty scared, you know. And then when uh, uh, when Marcus mentioned, Marcus Poggi mentioned that, uh, let's try to collaborate with Rafael Martinelli. So I said, oh, okay, that 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 crazy dude. That's scary. So okay, then you call me, <laughs> like in 2011, like you call me. Yeah, to... it, it, it was like that. And Marcus, Marcus said, "Oh, we can." Uh, this Anand, I, I don't remember if he said your name, but he said like Anand is is working with routine problems, with matter risks to routine problem. Maybe mm -hmm. we can we can join efforts and and do a, a joint paper. Or something like that. I said, uh, and I said, okay, let's do that. And and after that, Marcus just sent me a ma uh, an email mm -hmm. with you in copy, mm -hmm. 
with copy to you and then you replied okay let's talk do you have a, a landline <laughs> number <laughs> do you have it's inside joke do you have a landline number and i just gave the number of the lab and he called me no you and called we me like, i no? called you i don't remember yeah i gave my number like of my that. office that which is like a uh yeah landline and then you called me and then you started talking uh, uh that's for the first time we spoke like we saw each other one year earlier but we didn't like chat or anything but in the next year you just called me and then we and then we we had a plan uh, of uh, collaborating and uh you, you basically i don't know if you remember you you i had the some heuristics for i had a heuristic for the regular vrp you know, the, the classical version and some yeah. other variants and then you and then the plan was okay you you apply that one of the transformations from i have i have the email i just found the email oh nice <laughs> it's from june 2011 yeah, yeah it's 17 yeah. june 17 2011 it was a friday afternoon yeah so it was after not a friday the 13th it was friday the the 7th 17. Yeah. friday 17. And okay yeah <laughs> Very, uh, like uh, the the way Marcos likes to write emails. He, the emails like a contact email with nothing, <laughs> like Martinelli, and then that's it. it that's <laughs> the email. <laughs> Great email. And I think just after that we started to talk on on Google Talk. Oh yeah, Hangouts. Yeah, previously known uh, as G Talk. And, and I had and I have and I have the the, the history here. Nice. Look, ah, uh, you look. I have, I have the history here, and I'm reading. Look, you asked for the number. Oh. Tell me the number, and I gave you the number three five two seven. That's the number. The extension, blah blah blah. And you said that I, I will, I will call you. Is it ringing there? Look at that. I have all the the, the history. Ah, okay. So I called you. <laughs> you called me. Oh, yes. my bad. Sorry. I, I yes. think you may have called me later. In a, a different situation. And it was, and it was like Friday, June 17, 2011, 10 p.m. <laughs> we were in the lab in, in a Friday. <laughs> in a Friday. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. You are you are such a nerd. You are such a nerd on in a Friday. No, I, it's wow. yeah. I, I yeah. I used to to. Uh, arrived there at, I think like 11 a.m. and then I, I was there for about 10 to 10 hours at least I, I was there uh, up to, to to 10 p.m. sometimes more because yeah, I, I yeah it's like me I used to arrive in Puke like 1 p.m. Mm -hmm. and stay mm -hmm. until 10 9 10 11 depending on the day I arrived at lunchtime because I had to have lunch there uh, at uh, at No, so actually I used to have lunch ho at home and then I went to Puke because it's cheaper. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but I was living by myself, and I, I'm very bad, you know. And I'm a very bad cook. I used to. Ah, yeah. You you came to Rio. This is this is one important thing because I'm from Rio mm. and I study in Rio. So uh, different from you, I had I have lunch at home made by my family. Yeah, was, good for you. But I, yeah. I I used to you know you know I think you know Puka right uh, he's from he's yeah. a professor at UFOP mm -hmm. Puka Puka mm -hmm. Wachipena, so mm -hmm. we we are like he's also very friend a good very good friend and we used to share the the office and so on he's a very good cook you know he and his wife they they uh, I even acknowledge them in my PhD thesis 
not only for the help and everything, but also for the food. For the food. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the point, uh, at some point, I used to uh, every every Saturday I used to go to the supermarket, and he was like he was living just uh, in. in when I, I, I used to go walking and his house, like his apartment was just in, in, the, in the middle of the way. So I, I just try to, I was uh, often trying to convince him, oh, you know, do you have any plans for Saturday? <laughs> so I often ended up in his place uh, eating his <laughs> very nice, you know, very good food from like that he used to prepare. And Not nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I used to... Eat other food. Yeah, I sold a lot. Yeah, right. Every time I had the opportunity to go and eat, it, we call it, there's an expression in Portuguese, like fila boya, right? Uh. <laughs> went to, like, I used to go to those, like the friend's house and try to, to eat, uh, grab a bite as, as uh, whenever it was possible. Yeah, so I, I didn't remember that it was like a Friday night. So uh, very nice. Me neither. Me neither. And then I think we did our first started working. In the, you sent me the transform instances. I never work on carb. I sent you the instances. Yeah, the, I have the, the, the history here. Yeah. I sent you the instances and like. Uh, uh, it was like back and forth. Day, right? with, with the next day, no, two days later, like Sunday, you are sending me bounds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that. Yeah. And then, and then we did the whole. It was interesting because uh, we did the whole paper uh, without no without seeing each other. Yeah. It was uh, everything by Google Talk or landline calls, uh -huh. something like that. Uh, cell phones they were very expensive, so yeah. it was way easy to to use the lab the lab phone. And then we we wrote the the computer operation research uh, paper. paper. Yeah, yeah. My, my my first of, first official paper, actually. I had a one lecture notes in computer science, but uh, it was a branch catcher prize for the card. Mm -hmm. But this one, the, this one was the first like a real journal, yeah. journal paper. It was very nice. And then uh, after that, oh, uh, there is the funny story where we meet. It was yeah. very actually it's funny now, but <laughs> in the day it was not that funny. This the same conference that I went to Miami, the Informs conference on optimization. It was just one week before uh, Anand's defense. Anand was going to, to to defend his PhD and then go back to Paraíba. Yeah. So it was the last the, the last opportunity that I had to finally meet him in person. And then I said, okay, so I'm going to the conference. I'll try to come back uh, before, just before. And then, uh, and then I go to his defense in, in youth. Uh, but most of the flights they are night flights, and Alan was going to to to, to present on Monday morning, 10 a.m. Yeah, that's 10 that's not, yeah, it's yeah. like for the people that know Alan uh, know uh, are sure that uh, he didn't choose the time, otherwise he was going to choose like 3 p.m. <laughs> 4 p.m. to present, right? Right. Sure. And then I said, okay. I can't. I can't go back. I can't go back on on the on the night uh, from Saturday to Sunday. So I have to 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 come back on Sunday in a in a in a day flight, in a flight during the afternoon mm. from Miami. And there was just one flight during during the day that I that I was that, that I could manage to arrive in Brazil like 10 p.m. Home 10 p.m. on Sunday, and then go to his defense. 
And this flight, it was uh, it, there was a connection to Brasilia. In Brasilia, yes, yeah. a connection in Brasilia. And uh, just one thing: this is the same conference that I made. Uh, I managed to go to to a to a heavy metal concert <laughs> in Porto Lauderdale that, that, that I that I said. Okay, that I said before. Okay, so it was a time that the the the, the, the airlines they were crazy. There was a very big crisis in Brazil. Nothing was working well. Uh, an airlines crisis. I don't know how how to 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 say that. So when I arrived to the Miami airport, I left the the, the taxi. I was wa walking through the Miami airport, and then the I, I don't know. Well, not everybody have to know that <laughs> Miami airport it was like a in, a curve the mm. airport you know and the, the the Brazilian airline it was the last uh, how can I say the last uh, issue yeah counter uh, counter uh, counter the last counter whatever mm -hmm. and then the airport was like empty 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 very few people everything working very well and then I was walking and then you you start to to turn around the the, the hallway <laughs> and then you I could see at the end of the airport like hundreds of people so it's like 200 people mm -hmm. it was like okay that's the counter of the Brazilian the Brazilian <laughs> line so when I arrived there, there there were two flights one to Brazilian one to Sao Paulo to leave and they didn't have the the, the 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 software the computers they were not working it was like a mess a completely mess and I asked I just went in, in, in the line and the, the 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 lady said you have to wait in the line it's a mess everybody's going to fly just wait and uh, we don't know when it's going to to to, to happen but everybody's going to fly okay by the time my my, my plane was supposed to being taking off I was in the line I was still in the line without <laughs> boarding pass without anything mm -hmm. right and then when I get the, the boarding pass the boarding pass was written by hand mm -hmm. you know your seat is number blah 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 in the in the flight no blah 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 of this airline blah 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 <laughs> and I was like <laughs> with the paper in my head like <laughs> oh, okay okay there is I, I was thinking with myself there is no chance of overbooking no chance mm -hmm. they for sure they're going to do this very very right very correct mm -hmm. but anyway after that it was okay a big a big delay but everything went fine I, I took the plane but it was very delayed and I had and I had to go, it was like eight, eight hours and a half to Brasilia. And then in Brasilia, I had to take another plane to Rio. When I arrived in, in, in Brasilia, I, I looked at the watch. I said, okay, I thought with myself, okay, I have like one hour. So it's possible, it's possible. But since, since the, 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 the boarding pass, there was this crazy stuff. I had to, to go through uh, immigration. Ah, okay. And then I had to get my luggage and then through customs and out of the the boarding zone. Yeah, you have to do the check-in again. And I had to go, to go back to the, to the, to the counter uh -huh. and say, okay, I mean the flight to Rio. I need my boarding pass to Rio. Mm. And then check in again, check in my luggage again and then go to, to, the, to the flight. Okay, it was seems to be seem, seem to be possible mm. right 
When I arrived to immigration, first first step, immigration. Immigration, there were like two people in immigration for a plane with 200 people. Okay, it took a lot of time. When I get to the luggage, I waited. I I had two bag, two two pieces of luggage. The first one it showed, and I got it. And after like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, where is my luggage? <laughs> where is my luggage? And then I asked to the lady, look, I'm here almost half an hour. Where is my luggage? And then she said, oh, the, the, oh, I forget everything. Yeah, I know yeah. that the thing that uh, it goes around and you pick up the luggages. Yeah. What's the name? I just, forgot, I just forgot now every, too. <laughs> every airport. What? How I come? know. Yeah. We said Esteira in Portuguese. Yeah. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Uh, it's very small. So some luggage we just pick and put there in that corner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was like. How do you do that and, and you don't don't warn anybody? And my luggage was there. And then I got the luggage in, in customers, uh, in the customs. I, I just passed through, look, I'm going to lose my flight. I'm going to lose my flight. And the guy, the, the policeman said, okay, go, go, just go, <laughs> just go. And full of, uh, I'm full of computers now, just <laughs> <laughs> from Miami, like five computers in my. <laughs> and then. When I got back to the to the counter to to check in again, it was like 15 minutes before my flight, and then they said, "You lost the plane. You lost the plane. You you're not going to get this plane. It's impossible. You have to check in. You have to check your luggage, and blah 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 blah." And I said, "Okay, so you you have to put me in the next flight to Rio," and the guy said, "This is the last flight to <laughs> Rio, to Rio." It was it was like 9 p.m. and I said, "Okay." I don't care. You are going to find a way that I arrive in Rio today or tomorrow morning. I have an important meeting tomorrow <laughs> morning that I bought the, the ticket with you because of this. Otherwise, I was going to buy with another, with another company and not doing crazy connections. Mm -hmm. But it, I have to arrive in Rio today. And then... Uh, they talked to other companies and there was another company that, that had a flight to, to Rio and they put me there and it was okay and uh, I arrived home. And that's it. And the next day I, I wake up and then I went to Alan's defense and I met him. I met his mother too. His <laughs> mother is very nice. I really like his mother. <laughs> I, I, I met your father. Was your father there? No, you, know, you, you met know. him later no, in 2013. Yeah, I, I met when, when mm. I went there. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. So I think we are still we are a bit late of schedule. How long? Yeah, we can talk a little bit more. I think we have. I have, I have to talk. Uh, you want me to talk about Montreal yet, right? Yeah, we're going to get there. Uh, I think now maybe. But like, I mean, you 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 work mainly with. I mean, I I'm very surprised that you still remember all the details about that. So it must be. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you got a, a sort of a trauma, but yeah, thanks a lot for for doing all that to be able to to see the the presentation. Uh, I was very happy to to see you there for the first time, um, and then you you I think some few months after that you you completed your PhD right or a couple of months something like that. Actually, I was supposed to. Be, I think you defended in February, right? You presented in February, M early March. I think March the fifth or something. Something like that. Yeah. Yes, I was supposed to. I, I was supposed to present about this time, mm. but the, the the funny thing is, uh, I during my PhD I did the Bridge Catching Prize for the CARP mm. and for the generalized vehicle routing problem, mm -hmm. and the generalized it solves also the capacitated vehicle mm -hmm. routing problem, right? 
this besides the dual access, the stuff that I did with you. Mm -hmm. Sorry. And then uh, by the by the, the beginning of my last year of PhD, I had the best results for the CAP compared to the literature. And I said, okay, I'm going to present. This is going to be easy. I have good results. I have good methods. I have good everything. It's impossible to anybody says anything about my, my work, right? And then during my last year, there was this paper of... Uh, this the, some Italian guys Bartolini, that, I think. I, yeah I, I was trying not trying I was trying not to tell his say his name because actually until today I don't know him oh okay and I, I was I, I was expecting to tell this to him before before like uh, recording something like that but oh. everybody that knows me knows that Enrico Bartolini published a paper uh, destroying all my results and uh, because of him, I got six months more in PhD just to, to, to get better results. And it's funny because I stayed like uh, one year, a little bit more than one year, hating him. <laughs> like really, really hating him. <laughs> like I hate this guy. I hate him. If, if I ever meet him, I'm not going to talk to him. I'm going to punch him. It's crazy stuff like that. <laughs> and it's funny because you just don't know the guy. When I get to Montreal, I, and then I finish my PhD, I, I have to delay six months just to improve my results, to improve the, some the, the things that I, that I was doing. I coded the energy route. I coded the, uh, 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 the incremental state space relaxation. I coded a lot of stuff to, to, to improve the results. And uh, and then I finished my PhD and I went to Montreal to do the postdoc. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, uh, it's important to say because uh, when I arrived in Montreal, it seemed uh, it seems that Enrico Bartolini did this work in Montreal. Yeah. yeah. He, in the time that he was in Montreal, mm -hmm. and then when I arrived in Montreal, he just had left. You know. Yeah. And everybody loved Enrico Bartolini. Everybody loved Claudio. That's one of my good friends. Said the guy is very nice. You can't, you can't, have, you can't be upset with him. You know, but it's like this. I'm, of course, I'm not upset. And and, and it's funny because until today we uh, we we are like uh, ten years, no, a bit less than ten years, nine years already, mm -hmm. almost. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I didn't meet him. Yeah, I I meet already. Uh, Roberto Roberti, that's mm -hmm. uh, the guy that uh, published the Energy Route. That's mm -hmm. amazing guy. I really like to meet, to meet Roberto mm -hmm. yeah. in a very good yeah, conference. That was Root Root yeah. was very good. I met him also with Maria, years ago. Mm -hmm. with Maria, with Roberto, with Guinness, with uh, Stefan, with some some very nice guys. Mm -hmm. That was very nice. So I finished my PhD and then I went to to Montreal for a postdoc of one year. Yeah, and then uh, you met Claudio Contardo that you mentioned now. He's uh, from Chile. Claudio Cla Claud is a very funny story too. Claudio should be here to to to. Yeah, to I hope to have him at some time because yeah. because it was it was like uh, uh, my I was already in the extension of the PhD. I was in the the beginning of the fifth year of 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 the PhD, and we uh, we were we in Pukyu 
we were invited to, to go to the Column Generation Workshop. Mm -hmm. And I love Column Generation Workshop. We organized one here in 2016. And, uh, and it was supposed to, to, to happen another one last year, but with the pandemics, it, it didn't happen. But okay, I didn't know Claudio, and I went to the Column Generation Conference to workshop. And there was this uh, CVRP instance. I think most of people know that the CVRP is like the holy grail. You have to, to if you solve the CVRP, you can solve anything. It's not true, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have like inventory routine problems and stuff like that. Split delivery, that's way harder. But the CVRP is like the holy grail. And there was this instance that is, I, I still remember that. Amen 151K12. It was the smallest, the smallest instance, not instance without uh, proven optimality. Yeah, yeah. It's 10, 15. I know the. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, just to, for the people know that uh, how, how, mu how much time you, 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 you stay with the, the bounds, the lower bounds, upper bounds, study the lower bounds, upper bounds, right? Mm. And everybody wanted to, 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 to find the optimal, to prove the optimality of this. The upper bound was already 10, 15, but the lower bound, it was like 10, 1, 10, 2, 10, 2, or something like that. I, I don't remember, right? And then we, I, I was really trying, we in Puki, we were really trying to, fin to, 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 to close this instance. And then we went to Beaumont, Beaumont near Montreal for column generation. It was my first time in Montreal. It was in February or March of 2012, something mm. like that. Uh, and then I met this guy, this guy, this Chilean guy, Claudio Contardo, and we were talking, blah, blah, blah. And he said, oh, I, I, I proved the optimality of, uh, of uh, MN151. And we were like, what? No. Are you kidding you... me? <laughs> no, 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 you don't. <laughs> no, but I, 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 proved, I proved the optimality because it was very far, still very far mm -hmm. to close the gap with like enumeration, stuff like that. And, uh, and he was like, yes, I proved the optimality. And we were like, no, you don't. There's something. There's something wrong in your code. <laughs> we were like that, and and for like two days, I was like, I hate this guy. <laughs> Again, <laughs> come on. I hate this guy. No, it's impossible. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't prove the optimality. He didn't prove the optimality. And we, we uh, there was uh, me. Uh, it was. Uh, it was me, Diego, it was another student of Marcos, Marcos, Eduardo Show was there too. And we were talking like, uh, do you believe that he, he, he proved the humanity? No, no, I don't believe. And then <laughs> I remember, I remember, I went, <laughs> really, really, we were talking like They're that. Speculating. It was very crazy, crazy, because everybody wanted to, 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 to close that thing, yeah. everybody wanted. No, it's impossible. He didn't, and he was like a PhD student. What this PhD student uh, saying? Yeah, uh, but he was gee, right? Gee student, uh -huh. uh, gee Desonier student. It's mm -hmm. not not uh, anyone student. And then I remember I was having lunch with him, right? I I, I thought, okay, so if this guy he 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 closed the instance, he's going to explain to me how he did that. So I have to talk to him. Right, and then I went to have lunch with him, and I told him, "Look, 
I don't believe you. Close the <laughs> How do you close it? What did you do? What did you do? I don't believe, really. I'm sorry for saying that. I don't believe. <laughs> and what Claudio did, it was amazing. He got his phone and he said, I can show you. I can show you. And then he, he unlocked his phone and he just logged in his computer at the university through SSH in the cell phone. <laughs> okay. I was like, and he showed me the log, first the log of, the, of his notes. Look, look the logs here. Look. <laughs> like this. And then I, we, I add cuts here like this, and then I do this, and I do this kind of cuts, this, you know, robust cuts. And then when I reach here, I start to enumerate and blah, blah, blah. He even showed me his code. And I said, okay, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And after that, we became friends. Yeah. After that, we became, it was like, okay, this guy is amazing. This guy is amazing. I, and, and then we spent like four days in column generation. It was like February, March. And in September, the same year, I went to live in Montreal. Mm. And I arrived in Montreal and I went to a hostel because I didn't have place to, to go. I arrived in Montreal, I went to a hostel. In the first night that I was in Montreal, the first night that I was in Montreal, he invited me to his place. I went to his place, I met his wife, there, there was no kid. Mm -hmm. uh, now he has two kids. Claro, I, right. I met his, his wife, and then after that, we went to his friend's place, like Chilean guys, mm -hmm. that they were going to play poker and drink beer, and that was my night. It was very nice. No, he's he's an incredible guy. I like yeah, a lot yeah. Claudio. I met Claudio uh, during the World Cup period when he was here in, mm -hmm. in Brazil, and then uh, he we watched the second half. Actually, when he he was there was a game. He was in stay in Natal, and then I invited him just to stay to come to Jean Pessoa for one or two days. He came, and then we saw he came to our lab, and uh, there is a nice photo. Uh, that's where actually we, Luciano Costa, he met him there and we tried to arrange for him to do PhD in Montreal uh, mm -hmm. at that time. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So I, I, we watched, I think, Costa Rica in Italia, something like that. Costa Rica in Italy. Uh, and Italia. Uh, Italia. The second and half. Italia. I think the first half we saw somewhere and the second half we saw, saw at my place. And Manuel Iori was here too. So we all sh we were all supporting Costa Rica, of course, not... Italian. <laughs> and then Costa Rica won that game, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And then Claudio was there. He was, it was very nice. And uh, yeah, he's a, such a lovely person. And uh, I look forward to meet him again. So actually, uh, that a uh, uh, few years ago, you came to my house, right? To, to my place in 2013. Um, and, uh, it was just after Montreal. So I went yeah. to Montreal. I did my postdoc there with uh, Professor Michel Gamache for Ecole Polytechnique de Montreal. Mm -hmm on uh scheduling problems applied to mining and uh, it was very good i really liked montreal i and then after one year i came back to brazil and just when i came back i went to, to, to paraiba yes yeah. i went there because the the brazilian symposium on operation research was going to be in natal that's yes. very close to, to joan pessoa 180 kilometers yeah and then i I stayed one week in your place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was very nice. Yeah, so very nice. I, I, I went out without you. I remember some. This this trip it was very nice because first I lost my flight because I didn't wake up. Uh -huh. 
And then I had to take the flight to Recife. Yeah, I had to arrange someone to pick you up there. Yeah, instead of João Pessoa, there was the defense of Arnold Studer. Luciano. 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 Yeah, yeah, defense of Luciano. It was it was going to be in the morning, but the the flight it was like 6 a.m. And I said, okay, uh, 6 a.m. It's not going to have any traffic jam near the the airport, and there was. (laughs) It was incredible, like Monday, Monday morning. And then I lost my flight. Yeah, I remember you called me. Ah, and yeah, I lost my flight. For the airport. <laughs> and you had and you you I, had to postpone the the presentation to the afternoon. Yeah. I suggested you to take a flight. a flight to Recife. Yeah. I took a flight to Recife. I spent oh, very it was very expensive. I had to buy it was the first time in my life that I that I bought in, in the airport, you know, yeah. that you get the, in the counter of the airport. I need a uh, ticket to Recife right now. And the, the, the lady said, okay, it's 800 reals. Oh. <laughs> and then, and then you, you, you arrange a, a person to pick me up yeah. in, Reci- in yeah. Recife and drive me uh, up to, to João Pessoa. Yes. It was very nice. And then, and then there, there was the defense. Yeah, and then nice. uh, you, we, soon after that, we went to Natal. And then I introduced you to Thibaut Vidal there. I don't know if you remember. It was actually, 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 I met Thibaut in Montreal. It, I met you in optimization days. Oh, yes, okay. optimization days in the day before, and I met him because of you too. Because I was in optimization days, you sent me a message telling, "Look, are you in optimization days?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm in optimization days." And you said, "Oh, look, Chibo is here. Is there too?" I said, "Okay, I don't know him. What should <laughs> I do?" And uh, I'm not going to say, "Oh, hello, Chibo. I'm I'm a friend of Alan. I'm not going to do that." And uh, I. Actually, it doesn't look, but I'm a bit of an introvert. I I have this this thing that if I don't know the person, it's very hard for me to talk to him. Okay, it's very hard. I have this this problem if I don't know the person. But if someone say to me, "Look, this is Anand," it's enough, and then I start to talk to the to the person. I I I have this with me, you know. Mm-hmm. It. I find it's very, very difficult to start to talk to people that I don't know. And then and then you told me. And then you told me, no, just go there. Just go there and, and talk to him. Say, look, I'm Rafael Martinelli and uh, I'm Anand's friend. And uh, he, he told me uh, to, to talk to you. And I remember, we, I, I have this, I have the image in, in my head. We were in Ashesi. I was going down through the stairs near the the Cote San Caterine, and uh, and I saw Chibot down downstairs like alone walking, mm-hmm. and I just uh, uh, fasted. Uh, you ran up to catch him, to catch him, mm-hmm. and then uh, they said, "Chibo, uh, you are Chibo Vidal, right?" And say, "Yeah, I said, no, I'm Rafa Martinelli. I don't uh, did exactly what what you you mm-hmm. asked me to do, mm-hmm. and it was great. It was great. Chibo started to talk to me like we were friends." Yeah, yeah. You know? And then started like this. Uh, we had some some conversations during optimization days, but uh, and then after that only in Natal. Ah, that's no. that. Ah, yeah. So that's the second time you met him. I, I brought that yeah. uh, to the conversation. We have several good pictures in Natal of this day. Ah. We three. Oh, me, I... me, you, and Thibault. Nice. With Puka, with Eduardo, with some other guys, but we have some pictures just of us yeah i brought very, this very this to, this uh to the conversation because uh you ended up working in the same university the two of you yeah. although in different departments 
and then you end up yes. collaborating and and it is like uh it was very nice uh um like during the next years when did you find your position in book like uh when did you start working there do you remember the 2000? i started 2016 2016 okay uh but uh, at Chiboy, i think one year before 15. yeah 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 but i mean you were yeah, like in a similar period you yeah. you started yeah it was and it's funny because i just to 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 get back one, something that I that I that I said before, mm -hmm. uh, I went to to Montreal for for one year, and then I came back to Brazil and I started a postdoc in the Federal University of Ouro Preto, mm -hmm. UFOP. Uh, UFOP. Mm -hmm. and then uh, so I stay I stayed in Montreal until the middle of uh, thirteen. I went to UFOP and and spent like almost two years in UFOP, mm. and after that I realized that. Uh, I, I had to come back to, to Rio because mm -hmm. my I have a son. My mm -hmm. son is 11 years old, mm -hmm. and uh, all this Montreal, Ouro Preto. My son was here in, here in Rio, and it was very hard for me. This is one of the main reasons that I came back from Montreal, you know. And uh, now this my son is 11. He's living. He lives with me. He's here. Probably he sent me messages asking if he, if it's already done here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and. Uh, <clears throat> And then I came. I came back to Rio about like April 2015, no. And remember that I said that I did a master plan that I I, yeah. I, I was going to be a professor. But during all this time, since I, I came back from Montreal, I was doing exams for for universities, and it was pretty hard to to get a position. And then it was like 2015. I didn't have the position. I was sick of doing postdocs. I was like two years and something of postdocs, and I came back to Rio. I talked to Marcos, Marcos Poggi again, my my advisor, once advisor, forever advisor. Yeah, yeah no. my my advisor, and he said, "Okay, uh, we can try to to do something like uh, we can try a postdoc in Puki, or uh, I can get a, something for you in the industry, or something like that, right?" And remember that. Uh, I did the master plan in 2007, the plan of becoming a professor in 2007, thinking that I was going to do my PhD in 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12, I was going to get a position. Mm -hmm. And it was already 15, <laughs> and I, was, I, I, I didn't have anything yet. But the thing is, I, I spent, after coming back from Ouro Preto, I spent like uh, two months to get something. And during these two months, I I, I was broke. Mm -hmm. I I I I, <laughs> I, uh, I broke. Yeah. Officially, yeah. like broke. I don't I don't have money, you know. And my family helped me. It was a very hard time. So if if you want to 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 follow academic career, know that that you you can break. Yeah. With uh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny because you, you never you, you you never think of uh, being with uh, in two thousand fifth. 15, I had 33 years mm -hmm. old, 33, and uh, and I was broke. I had nothing, you know. It's yeah, yeah. something, some things that you have to do, like to 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 get to get to where you you want to to mm -hmm. get to your dreams, mm -hmm. you know. And I still wanted that, but uh, my family helped me for a while, but for for this this time. But soon after that, Marcus uh, got a position. Uh, for me in the industry, working with planning, scheduling, planning, mm -hmm. 
work and it was very nice and I, I spent the, the rest of 2015 working with that and when I when I got the position book oh. actually I knew the position in October but the position was to start in January uh, okay so and yeah. then I started January 2016 yeah you had the opportunity to also to I think uh, I think you got approved also in the uh, when there was a in position in UF yeah. with Eduardo Show yes. and Arthur Pessoa and you declined mm -hmm. that I think they were not very happy about yeah. that <laughs> yeah no, actually uh, I, I really like Eduardo and Arthur I really like Eduardo and Arthur and I, 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 I thought a lot about this I thought a lot about this but the point is uh, I I've been in Puki for seven years and uh, I, 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 I was used to Puki and Marcos was there my advisor was there and uh, it was not easy to, to choose yeah you Just know? To, to provide and some uh, context, the PUC is a private university, one of the top yeah, and, in Brazil. And there is also this, and, uh, there is the also other this because some people, some people think I'm crazy because uh, I, I declined a public uh, job for a private job. You know, mm -hmm. the salary is not that different, okay? Mm -hmm. But I declined a public job that with stability mm -hmm. and blah, 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 mm -hmm. to, 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 to stay in a private institution. But, the, you know, yeah, we have this saying that uh, son of Puk, but filho da Puk. You know, uh -huh. in Portuguese, it, Portuguese, it's, it sounds like a cursing. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> so, sound like cursing. So, so I talked to Eduardo and to Eduardo Showa, and I decided to to go to Puk. This this is one one thing too, because sometimes sometimes you have to make decisions. This is I like to talk to. Uh, about this to several people especially sometimes to students because sometimes you have to do some some difficult decisions and uh, that they don't seem to be the right decision if you think like everybody else you know mm -hmm. and uh, and I, I i think i i i was very i succeed sometimes taking these decisions you know that some some of them nowadays they seem like very sim simple, but mm -hmm. other ones no. I remember when I was uh, in the in the university in college, I was doing like uh, how can I say trainee Yeah, trainee. Yeah, yeah, you're like intern, intern, trainee, intern, intern, an internship in in like in the best internship you could have for computer science. It was in the in the in the National Bank of Development. BNDS. Mm -hmm. I, I had this this internship. It used to pay like a lot for half uh, for part time internship. Like by the time it was like a, a three and a half minimum wage in Brazil, three salários mínimos e meio. It was, but but by the time the minimum wage was like one hundred euros. So, so it's not like <laughs> uh, no, it was two hundred. I think something like that. Mean, and it was, I mean, everybody mean 2000, I think, right? 2000. Sorry? You, or you were earning like 2000 bucks or reais for... Uh, no, the minimum wage by that time, it was two, uh, 200, uh, like 200 reals. Really? But the internship, yeah, but the, but the internship for part-time, you earn three times that. Minimum wages, three and a half times that. Okay, right. You know, mm -hmm. with with other benefits, mm -hmm. and everybody wanted this. But for taking this, 
only the best you have to have like uh the this the how can i say say here see yeah, the, the, ah, okay you the, need the, like the a score grade. good score and a score yeah they, they, they score 70 percent or more it was impossible in computer science and i used to have like 88 percent and uh and I, i was in this internship you know mm -hmm. but i was doing almost nothing <laughs> actually I, i used to i used to update uh, web pages uh do simple like stuff. that mm -hmm. you know Did not challenge things. you, right? You didn't feel and, challenged. And I, want, and I wanted to code. By that time, I was I, I was participating in programming contests, and I wanted to, to to have an internship of coding. So I decided to change internship to go to another company, a private company, to work more and earn less. You know, I I was going to I used to work 20 hours a week. I was going to work 30 hours a week. I used to get like blah, and I was going to get less than that. You know. Mm -hmm. And usually, usually a person was not going to, to do this, mm. you know, to do something like that. And I decided to do this because I knew that I was going to code in this company. Mm -hmm. And then, and, and, and it happened, it happened. I, I, I spent like months in, in this internship coding every day mm -hmm. and it improved a lot my coding skills. And it was the best thing to do. This seems to be okay because it was just an internship. Mm -hmm. But another decision that was important in my life, it when I was in the first year of master, when I finished the, the university, I did the, the, the exam for Petrobras, mm -hmm. for the big company, big for company the big Brazil. oil company in, in Brazil. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to work there because you, you get very good salaries and it's stability and it's public mm -hmm. and etc. And and. I was going to the master, but a friend of mine that uh, graduated with me, he said, okay, I'm going to do that. Do you want to, to do the exam with me just to, to, to see how the exam is? I said, okay, let's do the exam. And then I passed. Uh, <laughs> I didn't I passed know about that. Oh, okay. Huh? I didn't know about you don't that. Know? No, no. You don't know about that? I had no clue about that. I have an argument with my father because of that. It's, it's, oh. <laughs> it's funny because it's the job the dream job of most people you know so you declined then, two very good jobs like and no. yeah that's and nice. then and no but this one was easy at, at least for me it was easy because i had something in my mind that i really i really wanted to do mm -hmm. you know between puk and Uf, it was very hard to decide mm -hmm. you know and then i passed to petrobras i went there for the first day for the presentation not just to for for instructions of documents of uh, fiscal exams blah 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 and i went there and i thought this is going to be like amazing but this is i i know that if i get this job i my life is 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 made you know i'm going to be, to have good salaries stability and blah 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 and uh, but one thing that i thought but probably I'm not going to work with the things that I like mm -hmm. and I like and I like algorithms mm -hmm. and I like optimization and probably I'm not going to work with that probably I'm going to work with uh, web development uh, a process software development and stuff like that and then I decided not to go mm -hmm. and then I, I just declined the job right And my father, he got upset. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. My father that. got, got yeah. a bit upset yeah, with no, me. Yeah. You know, he said, how come you can do that? How come you, 
you are not going to Petrobras. It's impossible. No, nobody, nobody declines that for something like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, okay. But uh, on the other hand, I have, I have the, the, the person that most incentivated me my whole life, the, my mother. Mm -hmm. My mother al al always did anything, you know, supported me in my decisions. Yeah, yeah. You want to go to the master? Yes. You want to, you, you, you want, you want not to go. You, you don't want to go to Petrobras because you, you prefer to keep on your master and find a job that uh, you're going to work with optimization, things that you love. Okay, go for it. You know, my mother was always like very that. supportive. So, mm -hmm. very, very yeah, good. it was very, my mother is the most important person in my life. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, nowadays, my mother and my son, of course, you know, because she did, she did everything. Yeah, she, I know. She, she supported everything. I, I want to go to Montreal to do postdoc for one year. And my son is going to be to to be in Brazil and said, "Okay, I, I help you. I do what you need." Yeah, you know? yeah. So, yeah. My parents did the same. I'm, I also have that bond. No. Yeah, I know that's very important. Like uh, that that that's uh, especially when you're in trouble or when you need really help, and they're there for you. That's that's amazing. Not everybody can count on that. So we're being extremely yeah. extremely lucky. <laughs> and and coming back from decision and this is this is the kind of thing you know because sometimes sometimes you you you, you don't choose mm -hmm. you know sometimes you just don't choose it seems it seems so so easy to choose this is it's so easy to choose this you know everybody would choose this 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 option mm -hmm. here you know and it, it, you don't you don't ask yourself do i really want this you know mm -hmm. do i really want this and uh and you may end up with money uh, but not, not really happy uh, not bad choices but mm -hmm. uh wrong choices okay. you know mm -hmm. you could you, you you could be better you know and and this is one thing that i when when i talk about this with students or whatever sometimes with my son i say you you have to for, you have to follow your dreams. First, you you have you you must have a concrete dream, okay? <laughs> Something that's achievable, yeah. okay? Before ever, before starting, you you must look look for something achievable, and you have to keep this in mind, and you have to keep working for that, you know? Because when I was in 2007, and I said, okay, I'm going to be a professor, and probably I'm going to be a professor uh, in 2000. It was seven, yeah, seven. In 2012, actually, I was a, I became a professor in 2016. It took me nine years, mm. nine years. And nowadays, like, I'm I'm in the job that I like. I love to do what I do. Mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's the, the the there is also things that you don't like to do, of course, bureaucratic stuff and things like that. Administrative work, yeah, it takes time. Yeah. yeah administrative stuff i'm i'm the co uh coordinator of graduate studies of the department and mm -hmm. i know it's it's hard uh sometimes sometimes uh uh the the bad part is because of me i i'm the 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 guilty one <laughs> yeah the bad uh, guy yeah i always knew uh, it uh, <laughs> uh, try no, no what i mean I'm is joking. sometimes we try, we try to do way more things that we are able to do mm -hmm. you know and uh and you you suffer because of this, but that's it. Hello. Yeah, yeah. So nowadays, yeah. yeah, I'm glad that you you like. It's very nice that you shared these stories. 
that the people that are watching they may get inspired no it's uh, it's because Anna, because sometimes sometimes people sees you today you know mm -hmm. even even the friends that i have since i i i was a teenager mm -hmm. you know they they talk to me today and they think oh it seems to be easy you know it mm -hmm. seems like the first thing it seems that you had all planned mm -hmm. like it, it it went out every like exactly like you planned mm. and it, it didn't happen or or oh, it was easy for you because you are you are intelligent you are good you are whatever you know but it sometimes it it's just not easy just not a, you know yeah. Yeah. and I, I and i and i like to talk about this otherwise it's it looks like easy mm. you know oh let's become a professor it's very easy to do that you know it's yeah it, I know. Yeah, uh, of course, I mean, it's different for for different people. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Um, so I think uh, before we end this this conversation, that I mean, it's time just flies. I didn't even notice that yeah. it's it's been more than an hour that we've been talking. And I, and I didn't want to do this today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were crying. <laughs> Let's do forty minutes. Yeah, but I mean, since I mean, you have uh, this very nice position because because it's again almost 10 p.m. Yeah, and I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, at least today is Tuesday. Yeah. But it's already 10 p.m. again. Yeah, again. One and 10 p.m. and I didn't have dinner yet. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Bef before I get you but to, I think your son wants to to wants to your company. But what you're saying? You're saying something? No, just to finish, and then I I I I, I miss I, I we missed the part of Pookie right no that's okay but, if you want uh, to like i think you uh that part you were like you that's you you put a lot of effort in the in the in the development stages of your career mm -hmm. and now like you're doing super good like you you publish many many papers you already advise uh master's dissertation but once again once again when you start as a professor officially you have other challenges and it's uh we can we can keep we, we can leave this for another yeah another opportunity, opportunity because it's it's already too late and it, the, the video probably is already like one hour and a half yeah maybe right? it's, yeah close to that i think and i mean uh, just to conclude i would like you to i know that may that might be students that might be interested in working with you um and like what 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 type of students are you looking for like graduate students to like if they want to to have the opportunity to do research with you under your supervision uh, what are the possibilities and what type of student do you expect to have? And I know well, you. I know you're doing a lot, lot of stuff like with Julia now nowadays. With yeah. the, the even so. even even doing computer science nowadays, I'm in the department of industrial engineering, mm -hmm. and we have the program, the graduate program of production engineering. Mm -hmm. uh, the kind of students that I that that I I would like to have mm -hmm. is graduate students, master or PhD. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, PhDs are mostly welcome, mm -hmm. uh, and people that want to work with operational research, right? Uh, you you don't need to know how to code, but you must want to learn <laughs> to code. And uh, because what my my best experiences nowadays with uh, with engineering students are students that they want to to learn how to code, and then I can teach them. I can tell them like you have to learn only this part here to work with me. You don't need to to learn like object orienting and la la and a lot of stuff that uh, you learn in computer science. You, you you only have to learn this. And Ju Julia helps a lot mm -hmm. with this. Mm -hmm. You know, 
And I, I have already uh, two students that they two no, I have more than two. I have <laughs> some students that decided to learn how uh, Julia working with me, and I taught them. I taught 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 them, right? Yeah, taught, taught uh, yeah. Them. Taught them, and they were very very successful. They did very very good uh, dissertations, mm -hmm. theses. Uh, uh, it's because in Portuguese it's uh, the other way. Yeah, around. dissertation. Yeah, uh, master's dissertation. Uh, dissertations, and 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 I also have like two students that they two three three students that got prizes. Mm. Okay, doing doing things like that, you know. So if you if you like math, uh, operation research, and you, you want uh, and you are you want to learn how to code. <laughs> you you want to learn how to code at least for for doing our stuff you are mostly welcome you no know? yeah so i mean i think we have we may we may need a second part uh I, I may have to bug you maybe later i don't know when um so we can maybe talk more maybe more technical stuff or uh what are your impressions on like where are we now on the development of branch, branch and price or branch and cut and price algorithms because you don't have like very uh, uh, some ready-made tools such as uh, Cplex and stuff like that like you have to resort to other stuff maybe the Coluna project from the people in Bordeaux that has a lot of co collaboration with Rio and, and, and also our group as well so I mean there is, there is a lot of things that we can cover and I would just like to thank you quite a lot for 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 having uh, putting the time to, to to have this amazing conversation i i there are a lot of stories that i didn't know about and uh, i i just love to hear all of them there are there are way more stories yeah i can tell there are stories of conferences that are very funny that uh and it, 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 it would be interesting because sometimes people think that conference there it's just like very serious and stuff like that but sometimes you can do several nice things you know and i have some good stories we can we can yeah we can revise schedule another one yeah 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 so i we hope i hope i hope you had fun uh, in this like and i hope the people that are watching will, will learn a lot from your experience and from your stories and thanks thanks let's a lot hope, let's hope somebody reaches until the end of this yeah video i know yeah yeah but gigantic <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's like that, you know. It's it just can just skip if they like. But if yeah. if you if you that's watching until now and you you you, you watch the video until now, like more than one hour, please send me a message. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know if somebody is going to watch this this video until now. Yeah. Please send me a message. It's not it's not hard to find any contact uh, of myself in the internet or island can provide. <laughs> Okay, so so see you soon. Stay safe there, and see you. Yeah, bye. We have to bye. We have to talk because we have to finish papers. Oh yeah, that's another that. Okay, that's another call. <laughs> uh, that that let's let's do that another later. Another call. <laughs> okay, yeah. ciao. Bye. Ciao.